Um, good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 9-19-2016. Good evening, Alex. And what is new and exciting this week? Um, a few things. Uh, first of all, I would just like to say I've been listening the entire time almost. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and now I know why I get the weird swab in my vape bag. Uh, at the airport, so I'll need to clean that out before I travel again. Um, uh, so, yeah, a couple of uh, new and exciting things. Um, okay. Today we, we put out a, uh, a call to action for the Pennsylvania vape tax. Um, a bill has been introduced, HB 2342, I believe. Okay. Uh, I kept getting that backwards. Um, Representative Wheeland uh, introduced this uh, via memorandum in the recess. Uh, it now has a bill number, and I believe the text is up or it should be up shortly. Um, but what this bill does is it reduces the tax on vapor products from uh, a 40% wholesale tax, which very few people in Pennsylvania are going to be able to survive, uh, right. especially since that existing uh, tax included the uh, uh, the floor tax uh, that would, what I believe was due uh, sometime in December, um, <clears throat> and it it changes that from forty percent of wholesale to a five cent per milliliter tax, which is uh, it's something that consumers pay, um, but uh, this is effectively a uh, a reduction in that tax, and I, a couple people. Actually, people haven't really raised much of a stink about this as, as I had expected, but um, Casa's position nationally is that we are opposed to any taxes on vapor products, any extra taxes uh, beyond you know your state sales tax. Um, but in Pennsylvania's case, it's important to point out that um, this this was law. This forty percent wholesale tax it, it, it is currently the law uh right now unless this yeah. amendment goes unless this bill goes through um that that 40 percent wholesale tax takes effect on october 1st of this year so um the the, the proposal from representative wheeland is a step in the right direction which uh -huh. is first and foremost a reduction in the tax uh second uh it, it's it's towards hopefully down the line, not immediately, but down the line, I, we would love to see there be no extra taxes on vapor products. And I'm not like holding my breath or you know, <laughs> counting chickens or whatever expression you want to use. Um, but that that is sort of the goal. Right. So um, we have released a call to action in support of this amendment. If you live in the state of Pennsylvania, please take action uh, today, tomorrow, this week, uh, and uh, and express support urge your uh, state representatives to support this bill. And uh, of course, this is timely as uh, I will be in Pennsylvania on Monday in Harrisburg at mm -hmm. the uh, anti-tax rally. Um, okay. It sounds like there's gonna be, it sounds like there's sort of a, a, a larger than expected list of people speaking. Um, I will be one of them. Um, and uh, of course, we'll be talking about how awful taxes are on vapor products. <laughs> I was just, <clears throat> I was just ranting on Facebook um, over over the gentleman that I hope Chris Hughes puts out of office. 
Um, so it's it's funny that you bring this up. I can't believe that this man actually thinks that a five per a five cents per ml tax is not a, a an a good replacement for this forty percent floor tax. I mean, how how ignorant is this man that he thinks that keeping businesses open and paying something is not better than all of them leaving the state and them getting nothing? I, it it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I also saw his uh, assessment that, um, first of all, I think he said that uh, the estimate uh, regarding the number of businesses that were shutting down was overblown. And then quite a quite offensive statement, which was um, those shops that are closing down were probably on that trajectory anyway. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, this guy's, I, I can't say what I really think. Oh, I but, can but... say it, but not on the recording. <laughs> yeah. As, um, as a matter uh, of fact, I might have called him a name in a post. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, clearly he is in in, in more gentle terms uh, out of touch with, with what's going on in his own state. So, yeah. Wow. Not really a surprise. We just talked about Arizona. So um, not a huge surprise that they're politicians and, and judges and all those people just kind of running around clueless about how things actually work. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm not familiar with the bill that you were talking about in Arizona, but it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, when you get into the language of legislation mm -hmm. um, and, and Pennsylvania is a good example, you know, yeah. a, a lot of times people make these plans seemingly in a vacuum. And they're just looking at numbers and you say, okay, well, here's a bunch of existing sales data. And now we're going to, we're going to add this, this percentage of wholesale tax, whatever, on top of it, mm -hmm. uh, one plus two equals three, you know, triple a little mag magic on there. And that's just the way it's going to be. Um, and, and that's, that's not reality. And, um, you, you know, it's just a lot of times people are just have that tunnel vision of, uh, well, okay, these, these are the words and this is the way the law is written and, and this is what we expect to happen. They're willfully ignorant. Yeah. And well, in, in a case of Pennsylvania, you have a lot of lawmakers that, uh, you know, signed off on this budget bill without actually knowing that this tax was in there. Um, and, and so uh, it's... Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a, it's another case of of not having time, maybe not having the curiosity. I don't know. I can't speak to their, you know, what their daily routine is. I, I'm sure it's not, um, it, it's certainly not filled with you know rainbows and chocolate bonbons <laughs> and golden toilets. But um, yeah. you know, it, it's uh, I, I think I, I you know just looking through you know California was a good example with some of the the the, the bills that were impacting vapor in california mm -hmm. it's exhausting <laughs> just trying <laughs> to read one of those bills and a budget bill budget bills are massive mm -hmm. um so it's 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 it shouldn't be much of a surprise that uh and this speaks to you know constituent engagement ultimately uh but it should not be much of a surprise that uh when lawmakers are handed a budget bill they're going to be looking at issues that they're most passionate about that their constituents have made the most noise about Mm -hmm. So, you know, going forward, um, and, and this is something that we're dealing with at the federal level, you know, we're looking at uh, what is essentially going to be a rider in an omnibus budget bill 
mm -hmm. uh, with the, the Cole Bishop Amendment. And, uh, you know, lawmakers from around the country are going to be paying attention to the issues that they're most engaged in. And if we don't get enough support, if we don't make enough noise for our issue, uh, they're going to forget about us. They're not going to pay attention to it. And when it comes time to trim the fat, uh, you know, our amendment is, is going to be on that chopping block. So um, uh, it, it really is imperative that people in Pennsylvania take a moment, even if it's something as simple as sending an email. If you can get on the phone and talk to your representative, that's great. If you can arrange a meeting and put a face to the issue, that's, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but if, if you've only got the time, if your level of commitment is, is only sending an email, then by all means do that too. Every little bit counts. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they should not be allowed to, you know, brush us off or forget about this issue. And, uh, you know, as Jeannie mentioned, it's, you know, it, this, this actually makes sense for Pennsylvania. I mean, even if they didn't include a five cent per milliliter tax, which they shouldn't, but they mm -hmm. are, um, right you know, the state would be making more money off of just sales tax and payroll tax and, you know, property taxes or whatever other taxes that an employer in the state of Pennsylvania pays. Um, if, if they had just left the industry alone, they would have been seeing increasing revenues. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, or they yeah. can, you know, maybe not piss the money away on the Democratic National Convention and finding Aramark a new place to live in Philadelphia. Well, I was going to say, so, so these bills are more or less, basically, we have to pass them to find out what's in them. No, not necessarily. I mean, it was published. Um, well, no, no, I'm saying like the larger bills, like the larger, you know, uh, revenue bills, those things, I don't think. You were saying how hard it is to read them. I'm, I'm assuming it's even harder if you're a member of the legislator, late legislature to get the time to read through every bit of those. I mean, that's what their staff is for. Um, it, it, it's, you know, I, I imagine that, you know, in, in delegating responsibilities, if you've got a massive budget bill that comes on your desk, you're going to assign your staff particular sections. Mm -hmm. uh, or you're going to have them comb through it for specific topics, for specific issues, right. uh, things that constituents have reached out to you, uh, mm -hmm. things that lobbyists have, have put, have, have brought your attention to, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you're going to double check the language and make sure it's something that, that you want. Um, it, it's, it's not, a, you know, being a politician is not a, a one man show they, they have, they have staff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, but there is a limited amount of time. It's not a, you know, we have to pass this to see what's in it. It's more of, um, you know, do, do they have the time to read the entire thing? Um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's it, it, lawmakers, uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and an issue that doesn't really get talked about a whole lot, but most famously federal agencies, mm -hmm. uh, regulatory agencies set, uh, uh, uh deadlines. Mm -hmm. And you only have so much time to read through something or try to become compliant. Uh, and uh, what should be a, a, a now famous example of not being given enough time would be the FDA deeming regulations. Um, you know, they're horrible as they are, but they're even more horrible when you consider that in now less than two years, uh, companies are, are really not going to have the time to, to put together um, the, the pre-market tobacco applications. So, um, 
it's just, you know, all of these examples are, are sort of, you know, why things like a 40% wholesale tax on vapor products get lost in the mix of, of uh, a massive state budget bill. Yeah. 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 No, it, uh, government, uh, sure knows how to throw around that red tape. Well, you know, if everybody would just kind of, I don't know, maybe measure their pension for making policy and, and just relax a little bit, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'd have more, more meaningful laws that actually, you know, benefit address society. problems. Yeah. Uh, address problems and don't make more problems that they have to legislate again to fix. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, so yeah. Um, speaking of, of FDA and fun things, did they ever really make clear what they will accept for uh, online age verification that you know of? Not that I know of. And, uh, you know, I'm involved in other conversations about, you know, what is acceptable. Um, I, I have, I guess, what is at this point kind of my personal interpretation of the statute, mm -hmm. um, which is that, uh, that no, you don't need to verify via photo ID for online sales. Um, I, I just, I, I don't read the statute that way, but I, that comes with the disclaimer that I'm not a lawyer. Right. I'm, not a, I'm not a regulatory expert. Sure. Um, I, I've just kind of read it several times and tried to answer that question. Well, I um, know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say I, I ordered something. I ordered, I ordered a huge order and uh, it took three days for them to check it. And they didn't check it by ID. They checked it somehow by mailing address. I don't know what system they use, but yeah, it took three days for me to be able to pay for my order and they didn't use my they didn't want a copy of my photo id they wanted to do it by my mailing address which was interesting so i guess there's a lot of different systems you could use for that yeah and um, i mean some, some a few states have already tackled this and that you have to use a, a commercially available third-party database that that matches up your information with um you know some sort of government database i assume Right. Uh, and, and verifies your age and address, and and and, and that's that. Um, those systems, as far as I know, work. Yeah. Um, but the FDA did not specify this. The the Tobacco Control Act does not specify this. It just says you can't sell to people under the age of eighteen. Um, and recently, I believe, uh, middle of last week, uh, the uh, FDA warning letters list. I forget the official name for the, the particular page on their site. Um, but uh, uh, that that was updated and it included several online vapor retailers uh, that, uh, you know, underage people were able to purchase vapor products through. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, an interesting note was that no brick and mortar shops were uh, caught up in the sting. Um, I know that, it, I mean, they're not 100%, but uh, I, I think by and large, brick and mortar retailers are very sensitive about checking IDs. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, yeah, it's a problem. And, and I think a lot of people see the, the warning letters and sort of freak out like, oh my God, this is the end of the industry and we're not going to be able to do online sales anymore. Um, I, I don't necessarily believe that's true. Um, you know, I, I just saw an advertisement today about uh, 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 kind of a, a wine tasting club that you can join 
uh, and they send you a box of like six bottles of wine based on your Mm -hmm. preferences, blah, blah, blah. Um, You know, if the alcohol industry can get it done, then so can vapor. It's, it's not impossible. Um, So, uh, you know, the, the the solution is out there. I don't, you know, with Casa doesn't endorse particular brands, Um, you know, keep, keep that statement close at hand um yes. and uh you know we don't we don't we don't endorse any age verification system so uh you know i don't have any recommendations for anybody but uh, I, I do i do feel i do believe that the solution's out there um oh, yeah. and, and i don't feel i don't think that there's any reason that the i i think that i, I don't i wouldn't put it put it put it past the fda to try and just completely right. outlaw online sales but uh uh, I, I do believe that at least somebody in the industry I, I, is doing it right. And, uh, you know, the, the, the other side of this is that you don't, I, I don't believe you see letters from the FDA saying, hey, you know, we inspected your, your online sales, whatever, and, mm-hmm. uh, and you passed. We were, we were able to not <laughs> have a kid order vapor products. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's possible that they did try several other online retailers and were unsuccessful, but, uh, you know, we don't hear about that. So, yeah. uh, just one more way that the agency refuses to be helpful. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, they're helpful. Just not to us. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, people that are being unhelpful, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I sent out an email this this afternoon to uh, our California membership. Mm-hmm. Um, a uh, an article was run in the LA Times at the end of last week. Uh, okay. They did a, a, a reader poll and mm-hmm. asked readers if they would support a, uh, a two dollar pack increase on uh, on cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's notable about this uh, survey? was that they also included the fact that Proposition 56 will include enacting a tax on vapor products. <laughs> um, the, uh, the proposition itself and articles that have been written about it in the recent past failed to mention, mm-hmm. uh, at least until later on in the article, right. that, uh, that, this, that this ballot initiative includes a tax on vapor products. So. Uh, it's important to point that out, um, right. you know, although it is sort of a, a bit of an afterthought, you know, the, what is, what is the, the, um, the, the focus of the question is of course, the raising taxes on cigarettes. Um, they, they did include the reference to e-cigarettes and, uh, 63% of respondents favor this tax. Um, wow. and, uh, so yeah, that's, that's sort of a depressing number. Um, but I, I do, I do know that efforts are underway to raise awareness about proposition 56 in California. Um, but the realization that everybody needs to, um, understand is that, uh, even if every person who uses vapor products in the state of California, number one is a registered voter and number two votes against this ballot initiative, we're still outnumbered. And so what, uh, we are urging CASA members to do is to uh, reach out to friends and family and people you know that that don't vape, that may not understand what this ballot initiative is about, right. and, and help educate them. And 
make sure they're registered to vote and, and urge them to vote no on Proposition 56. Mm -hmm. um, we need we need non-vaping voters in California to, to defeat this thing. Right. Um, and so there's there are two websites. If you live in California, you got you got links to those websites to share with friends and family and help educate them. Um, I believe it's no on proposition 56.com and mix56.org. Uh, probably should have had that up on my screen. Um, but I'll, I'll share the links with you, Jan, uh, so okay. you have them in the, in the show notes. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, and that's, you know, it, it, speaking of, of, of voters, um, I'm, I'm working on the CASA newsletter right now. Okay. Uh, hopefully we'll have it out this week. Um, awesome. But we, we are working on a voter education program. People have been sort of beaten down the doors uh, asking for this. You know, where does my mm -hmm. where do my candidates stand on vapor products? We are working on it. Um, it takes it does. It has taken a while to gather all of the candidate information. Um, right. This is not necessarily as easy as going to something like ballot Ballotopedia. Um, mm -hmm. or, or one particular website and finding all of the candidate contact information. Right. Um, so we've, we've had to actually uh, uh, hire somebody to, to do that. And I know mm -hmm. Kristen, Kristen Noel Marsh um, actually took up the reins on that and, and has done a, a, a lot of work to get that list to us. Um, so we are working on a candidate questionnaire that we're okay. going to email to all of the congressional candidates um, U.S. congressional candidates, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we'll be providing that information to our membership and mm -hmm. really anybody who happens upon the site um, uh, as, as far as who is supportive or not supportive of, of vaping. Right. Um, and we're also interested uh, in, in you know, deploying this, this questionnaire at the state level uh, mm -hmm. We sort of have, you know, we're, we're taking on Congress. That's at least 435. Well, it's not, it's not 400. Not all congressional seats are up for grabs. So right. it's 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 hundreds, though. It's hundreds of, of candidates, uh, and um, uh, so we've got all of that information that will need to be sorted through. Uh, and then, of course, you have the down ballot races um, and. Uh, you know, we're, we're interested in, in providing that information. Possibly we'll be looking at some key states, um, not likely all 50, but uh, it's something that we'll need some help for. So in the coming weeks, um, maybe we'll have some more information about how people could get involved and help us out with that project. But uh, I definitely cannot guarantee that we're going to be able to get this done for all 50 states. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a small organization. Uh, we have limited resources, but uh, we're going to do what we can. Uh, and, and certainly, um, I will, we will discuss maybe making this available for people that, that might be able to take it up on their own. The important okay. thing here is that people are informed about where their candidates stand on this issue and, uh, and we're working to get that done. Okay. Awesome. So, so um... <laughs> go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, were there any updates on the, the, uh, tour? Uh, yes, actually, that was uh, one of the next things I was going to get to. Um, okay. The uh, uh, we've sort of announced uh, the first, I believe, four or five dates, four dates. Um, okay. The first four cities that we're going to be in. Uh, no details on the events just yet, mm -hmm. um, uh, but 
October 2nd. Uh, there's going to be a rally in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Then October 4th, there'll be an event in San Diego, California. Uh, October 6th, there's an event in Portland, Oregon. October 7th, there's an event in Tacoma, Washington. Um, tentatively, in between San Diego and Portland, we're looking at an event in, in Hayward, California. That's a uh, Bay Area. Okay. Um, but nothing's confirmed yet. Um, okay. And so, yeah, those are the first four um, dates and cities that we've got. Uh, I am super excited about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited to hang out with with all of the advocacy people uh -huh. uh, on, on an RV and uh, <laughs> super excited to uh, to work on this issue. And yeah. and and get this in front of lawmakers and the public and, um, and and really hope to move the dial in our direction. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's happening in like a couple weeks. So yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, I've got a 7am flight to Las Vegas on October 1st. Wow. Um, that's going to be brutal, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Still, wow. still looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it actually sounds like fun. I <laughs> kind of so you guys could uh, could do video episodes from the RV. That's the plan. Um, right. I I no nothing firm about it, but uh, I did reach out to somebody who who does documentary work. Uh -huh. um, I reached out to him today, uh, waiting to see uh, whether that turns into to this person coming along for for part or all of the tour. Um, but uh, so yeah, it, that that is going to be a, a pretty critical thing. Uh, we might get a short documentary out of this. Awesome. Um, we definitely want to want to take the opportunity to produce content that um, that people can share and use, and that we can present um, to, yeah. to whoever needs to see it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, uh, there, there should be pretty regular social media updates from the awesome. RV. I'm, I'm going to be driving the whole time. So, uh, yeah, my, my well, participation might be a little limited. Well, right. But Greg is like the Twitter master. I mean, I've, I've heard stories about Greg running on a treadmill and, and tweeting at the same time. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll have regular Twitter updates. Yeah, Greg is very talented. Yes. I wouldn't want to do it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so is that it for this evening, Alex? Uh, just a quick note for those that, that may not know. Um, at some point, I believe it was last week, okay. uh, it was announced that the hearing date in October for the uh, Nicopure right to be smoke-free versus FDA um, lawsuit has been moved up to October 11th. It was previously October 19th. Now it is October 11th, um, yep. which is great because uh, I believe that it no longer now, now it no longer conflicts with, uh, I think, the Safada conference, Safada conference in right. uh, Safada. Did I just mess that up? That's uh, okay. The Safada conference in Miami on, uh, on the, the 20th, 19th, God. 20th, something like that. There's um, so much going on. It's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, October is a busy month. Um, 
it's, yeah. it's busy for us. September's kind of busy. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Congress is back in session. Um, and, uh, of course, Pennsylvania, the legislature's back in session. Um, mm -hmm. It's September, it's back to school. Uh, and then, uh, and then we got an election coming up, which is just going to be a circus. Uh, oh, it's not. Oh, wait, Donald Trump isn't speaking in your state tonight. Like he is in mine. It is a circus. Wow. That guy gets around. Yeah, he does. No, well, nobody wants to be in New Jersey right now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm not, I am not normally spooked by some of these terrorism things. Like it's just because I mean these guys are are fairly disorganized and and you know even though they have managed to, to wreak some havoc, um, and it's always it's usually you know not in my backyard, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, this guy was you know picking trash cans at random, and um, you know if if I if I walk a couple blocks I can see Chelsea from the you know the Palisades here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm about twenty minutes from Elizabeth. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to get into or out of Manhattan, I'm, you know, a stone's throw from either of the tunnels. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a little creepy this weekend, I got to admit. And uh, I'm glad that uh, local law enforcement were able to, to get that taken care of. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I don't doubt their capabilities. And, and uh, I'm very grateful to the agencies working together to get that taken care of. So say what you want about about uh all of this stuff uh at the end of the day I'm, I'm glad i can sleep a little bit easier tonight well i mean don't get me wrong i i absolutely agree when it's a situation like that you you definitely want you want good people out there watching your back then and, and luckily you had that yeah you know i mean and, and sort of to speak to some of the things you were saying earlier i'm totally off the casaw topic but you know whatever um <laughs> uh -huh. You know, there were there were no like super sophisticated bits of technology that were used in tracking these guys down. It was it was I think ultimately some good old fashioned police work. Um, you know, they got some fingerprints, they checked some cell phone records, and you had of course some engaged citizens that that uh, um, you know had their eyes open and were paying attention to things. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, you know there's a little bit of video surveillance involved, from what I understand, but uh, you know people being engaged and aware of their surroundings ultimately brought these guys to, to justice. So, yeah. Yeah. well, I mean, getting people engaged is the first part. Yeah. Way to bring that back to vaping. Hey, see? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, I am, I am very glad that you and your family are safe. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, maybe, well, maybe we will see you next week. Um, next week, actually, I will probably be, um, I, I'll either be driving back from Pennsylvania. I'm not exactly oh, sure what right. my plans are for Monday evening, okay. but, right. uh, yes, I will be just to, to bring up the, the schedule again. Um, actually, well, tomorrow I'm headed up to Syracuse. Okay. Um, there's a bit of a state Safada get together in Syracuse. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're a Safada member, uh, definitely check that out. Um, myself, Pamela Gorman, um, uh, I think Greg is going to be there. Uh, Pete Basardo is going to be there. Uh, so we'll all be on a panel at the, the Safada New York State Conference, I guess, in, uh, in Syracuse. Um, 
So there's an announcement out about that. And then on Monday, I'll be doing the, the anti-tax rally in Harrisburg. Ah, so okay. well, I'll try to make it, but if not, that's, if not you, you know where I'll be. I know exactly where you'll be. You'll be supporting our right to vape without choking on taxation. There you go. Thank you. See you next week or the week after or the week after that. <laughs> Stay safe, Alex. So. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care of yourself. Good night. All right. See ya. Thank you.